Chapter four. And so all the animals stood out, started out into the wide world. And although it was late in the fall and the branches were bare, uh, for some time, uh, they walked along together in silence, for they were a little sad at the thought of the comfortable home and the good friends that they had left behind. Uh, but the smiling, the smiling valley through which the road ran was too pleasant for to be sad for very long. And pretty soon, Freddy, who was very clever, began to sing a song he had just made up. And this is the song he sang. Man, when you guys read it before, did you actually sing it? Yeah. How did it go? Do you remember? No. Oh, the sailor may sing of his tall, swift ships of sailing the deep blue sea, but the long white road where adventures wait is a better life for me. On the open road when the sun goes down, your home is wherever you are. The sky is your roof and the earth is your bed. You hang your hat on a star. You wash your face in the clear cold dew and say good night to the moon. And the wind in the treetops sings you to sleep with a drowsy, bosy tune. Then it's hey for the joy of the roving life from Florida up to Nome. For since I've no home in any one spot wherever I am is home. Can you it? No. There were a good many other verses, too many to put down. For Freddie made them up as he went along. And there was a chorus to each verse that went like this. Oh, the winding road is long, is long, but never too long for me. And we'll cheer each mile with a song, a song, a song as we ramble along, along, so fearless and gay and free. What? And pretty, pretty soon as the spirits rose, rose, and they thought of the adventures that lay ahead of them and the merry life they would lead, they all began to sing. Dad? Yeah. For what? Oh. oh. Okay, you can come up with one. Sure, you can come up with one. They roared out the chorus with a will, and even the mice sang in their little squeaky voices. The mice had... Uh... The mice had got tired walking by this time because their legs were so short. And so Mrs. Wiggins invited them up her back, up on her back, which was so broad there was no danger of their falling off. And they could sit there and enjoy the scenery and watch everything go by. Just as you do from the window of a train. All the morning they went steadily on. Every now and then they would have to go to one side of the road to let an automobile or farm wagon pass them. And every time that happened, the people would stare and stare. Why, just look at those animals, they would exclaim. Did you ever see anything like that in your life? And after they had gone by, the people would stop their automobiles or their horses and stare after them until they were out of sight. About noon, they climbed a steep hill, and from the top they could see ahead of them a broad valley. Very much like the one which they had come.
And beyond the valley were more hills. This is all strange country to me now, said Hank, the old white horse. I've driven as far oh, as this. Uh, like the. No. No, the other way around. Okay. I've driven as far as this with Mr. Bean. I've never been down into that valley. You'd better have a look at the, at the map. There's a stream crossing the road halfway down the hill, said Robert the dog. Let's go down there. So they went down and camped beside the stream, and the larger animals went in wading and splashed each other and laughed and shouted. And the two white ducks, Alice and Emma, ran, swam about looking like two white powder puffs because that is what they do like to do best. But Jinx the cat stayed on the bank and studied the map that Robin had drawn for him to see if they were going in the right direction. Then when the animals were tired of splashing about in the stream, they came up on the bank and rested, and Jinx showed them the map. We have, a, we have to go across that valley in those hills, and then across another valley and some more hills, and then we come to a river, he said. We follow the river until we come to a village, and there we shall find a bridge. But will the people in the village let us cross the bridge? said Eek. It was funny to see him and the three other mice sitting peaceably beside the cat. But Jinx had promised not to chase them, and they were not afraid. Cats very seldom make promises, but when they do, they always keep them. Their word is as good as their bond. I have heard Mr. Bean say to Mr. Bean, I've heard Mrs. Bean say to Mr. Bean, Jinx answered, never to cross a bridge until you come to it. So we'd better not worry about this one. And now don't you think we'd better be getting on? So they got, they got up and started down the hill. Halfway down, they had their first adventure. They, ha they heard an automobile behind them and turned out to let it go by. It came along rattling and bumping. Do you guys know when this was written? Oh, yeah, I think so. I'm trying to imagine what kind of automobile it might be. Um, let's see. 1940s. 1949. Hmm. Uh, the automobile came rattling and bumping for it's not very... It was not a very good automobile. <coughs> <coughs> um... It came along, rattling and bumping, for it's not a very good automobile. And as it passed, a man with a big black mustache leaned out and stared in surprise. Hey, sonny, he said to the boy who was driving. Wait a minute. Look at them animals. Let's see. Uh, hey, sonny, he said to the boy who was driving. Wait a minute. Look at them animals. Boy, gum, I never, I never see anything like that before. The boy who had a very dirty face stopped the automobile, and they both stared back at the animals. There's nobody with them, said the boy. Who do you suppose they belong to? 